Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. California quietly repeals its so-called medical misinformation laws that was designed to censor doctors and health care providers. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, I remember back when they passed this law, and basically they're trying to muzzle doctors, you know, doctors that we've talked to, that we've interviewed, Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Robert Malone, Dr. Ryan Cole, Dr. Lee Merritt, all those who've been sharing the truth about the COVID-19 shots, as well as the various alternative treatments to the virus. That law was created to shut them up. It was called Assembly Bill, or AB 2098, and it was designed to empower the state's medical board to literally revoke the medical license of any health care provider that disagrees with the current narrative regarding COVID-19. And that narrative would be if you disagree with the Centers for Disease mm -hmm. Control and Prevention, the CDC, or the FDA, if you disagree with anything that they say. Or Anthony Fauci. Or Anthony Fauci, or even the WHO, but mm -hmm. certainly, you know, NIH, CDC, FDA, if you disagreed with them on the safety or efficacy or the origin of the COVID virus, if you actually have peer-reviewed studies and you're just talking about that to your patients or you're speaking publicly or you wrote a peer-reviewed study or you have certain scientific investigation or information. If you disagree with that narrative, that would be considered medical misinformation. But you have to remember these alphabet organizations, this is income stream for them. These COVID-19 shots, they're making a lot of money off that. So they don't want these doctors speaking the truth against that. So this particular bill would say that if you challenge the safety or the efficacy of these COVID-19 shots, when the CDC and FDA narrative is that they're safe and effective, or if you say that the virus originated in the Wuhan lab and not in a wet market, rather than some other narrative, you could be charged with medical misinformation and lose your license. Or what about if they have patients who have suffered the harm exactly. from these shots? Exactly. Are they not real? If you did a press conference or you wrote an, a paper or you spoke to somebody on the radio or interview or you did some statement uh, regarding people that you're seeing uh, in your practice uh, that are getting the COVID shots, and you're seeing, number one, that it's causing harm to them. Myocarditis, for example, cancer, the rates are escalating because of these shots. And if you then also say, you know what, this is not causing, um, it is not stopping transmission. Mm -hmm. uh, that, in fact, it's causing problems. People are not being protected from transmitting the virus. In fact, you're getting COVID when you get the shots, probably more likely than not having the shot. So just like what you're saying, though, if you just talk about what you see happening in your practice with your patients, firsthand knowledge, if you then say you're going to question, even if you're 
even if you're not opposing it, but you're questioning whether or not this is actually safe. And they have studies to prove it. Yeah. They're not just making it up. Then this law would say, well, that's medical misinformation. You could lose your license. It's unbelievable that California would pass such a law. But this is California. It's just uh -huh. nonsensical kind of legislation that comes out of that state one after another after another. So as a result, there were four lawsuits ultimately that filed against this uh, on behalf of different doctors and healthcare providers. Thankfully. And uh, a judge earlier this year uh, said that the law was unconstitutional and enjoined it temporarily pending the litigation. So there was a temporary injunction. The law was enacted in September of 2022. Well, he said that it violated the, the doctor's First Amendment rights. Right, because it actually uh, was viewpoint-based. Mm -hmm. uh, if you said it was safe, no problem. If you said it's not safe or you question the safety, well, then you could lose your license. If you said it was effective, that's the CDC mantra, F FDA mantra, no problem. If you question the effectiveness of it, that, hey, you know what? This is not preventing transmission then you could lose your license. So it's it was not viewpoint. about health. It's, it's not about your health. viewpoint on yeah. the subject matter. Right. If you follow the government's narrative, you're okay. If you question it, you're not. Right. So the federal judge, Judge uh, William Shub, issued a 30-page opinion, and he said that it violated the First Amendment. The First Amendment rights, uh, uh, it violates the, infringes on doctors' First Amendment rights because it impedes their ability to communicate with their patients in the course of treatment, close quote. The court indicated that the impediment comes from the imposition of the board's viewpoint on what constitutes contemporary scientific consensus. It says that the primary term at issue, contemporary scientific consensus, does not have an established technical meaning in the medical mm -hmm. community. Physician plaintiffs, he says, provide declarations explaining that scientific consensus is a poorly defined concept and what source or sources should physicians consult to determine what the consensus is at any given time, perhaps peer-reviewed scientific articles or clinical guidelines from professional organizations or public health recommendations. The statute provides no means of understanding what scientific consensus offers, he wrote. You know, and this judge noted that the First Amendment applies to both majority and minority opinions alike, and the bill infringed on doctors' First Amendment rights because it impedes their ability to communicate with their patients in the course of treatment. You know, the government has no place in the physician's room when, it's, when they're dealing with their patients. Well, the judge also said drawing a line between what is true and what is settled by scientific consensus is difficult, if not impossible. So what happened was, uh, without any fanfare, uh, in September, um, this was passed last year, and it was under litigation, and there was an injunction against it pending the litigation. And so there was a bill uh, that was passed, and it was regarding the medical board and added to it was a short statement to repeal this law. And so effective on January 1, 2024, this Senate Bill 815 will repeal this AB 2098, the bill that is the so-called medical misinformation bill. So it is gone, and uh, that was passed without any fanfare. No public statements, no, we're sorry, we made a mistake, mm -hmm. looks like the courts are ruling against us, we did the bad situation here and violated the law. No, they just repealed it without any fanfare, which is good. 
It's good yeah. because this thing was going down no matter what. It already has an injunction against it. Well, they're not going to admit they were wrong. So, But if you look at, you know, this whole scientific consensus, um, in fact, I'm thinking of uh, working on a book uh, that would be going over this history of scientific consensus. If you look at scientific consensus, it has usually been used by either the government or by a consortium of so-called then-at-the-time experts to crush any kind of thought or questioning of the current status. You can go all the way back to the flat earth controversy. Whether the earth is flat, whether the earth is round, whether the earth is the center of the universe, or whether the sun is the center of our galaxy. Uh, you know, there were people that challenged those contemporary thoughts and they were persecuted, mm -hmm. saying, well, you know what, the earth is not flat. Or, you know what, the earth is not the center of the universe, the sun is. And they were challenged, they were excluded from various parts of society and from their profession. You go back to the development and the discovery of electricity, for an example. Electricity itself, there's some incredible history about the discovery of electricity. And there were people opposed and people against, and then the discovery of AC versus DC, you know, alternating current versus direct current. And, you know, Edison was involved in that controversy, and he lost out on that, on that issue. He chose the wrong version of electricity, and he lost out on it. As many inventions that he had, he lost out on it. On the issue of quantum mechanics, uh, Albert Einstein was wrong on the issue of quantum mechanics, and now we understand quantum mechanics is actually real. He called it spooky. And while it may be spooky, the fact is he was wrong and he later admitted in life that he was wrong. If you go look, for example, at the list of all the FDA-approved drugs, and we've actually done a press release on this. There's many, many that were pulled off shocking the shelf. Yes, because many of these drugs people remember. Many of these drugs people took or they know people who did take them. They've been them. harmed from them. And they were promoted as safe and effective. And they recruited celebrities and gold medalist uh, from the Olympics to promote these different drugs. And then they finally got pulled from the market because they were not safe and they were not effective. They were causing harm to and people. And they just quietly pull them. They don't say, you know what, we're wrong. We're going to compensate you. It's just shh. I applaud these doctors who are doing their own research mm -hmm. and questioning the narrative, as they should be, of the FDA and CDC because we have seen so often that they have been wrong on this and so many other issues. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. That's lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org.